Hi, welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast with Q-Times. Before the start of the season itself, we're going to be introducing this season's new hunters, their moves, stats, beliefs, backgrounds, and a little from the players themselves about their plans for the season. This week, I'm talking with Sam. Hey, Sam, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. So let's talk a little bit about your character. Would you introduce yourself and your character and the playbook that you're going to be using for this season? Yeah. Hi, I'm Sam. I use she, they pronouns. And I'm playing Nami, who uses she, her pronouns and is using the divine playbook. So let's talk a little bit about Nami. Like, what was the, like, inspiration for this character? I really love the idea of a a badass character who's like also very girly mm-hmm. like traditionally feminine yeah so i think that's something that really stuck out for me was i wanted her to be like super unassuming sort of for on the outside but also when you get into like a battle she's really tough and kick some butt yeah she it's funny i think all three of the characters and maybe it's this is just because everyone created pit crews for their characters this season but i have such an anime vibe from all three of the characters this season i'm like oh my god jonas's character very anime william's character very anime like and nami especially i feel like has a has a very anime vibe including Mm. pink hair right yeah she does have pink hair okay yeah (laughs) is the pink hair natural or does she dye it natural Cool. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your stats. Yeah. She has a plus one charm, plus one cool, minus one sharp, plus two tough, and plus zero weird. Very interesting. Like, I think it's fun. I I don't, none of your characters this season are like explicitly magical Mm -hmm. in a, in a way that like, obviously your character from the first season, Maggie, is like so magical. Like magic yeah. is like her whole thing. Yeah. So it's interesting this season. And and also one of the things that we talked about this, like one of my pitches to all of you for this new season was I was like, oh, I want at least one of you to play a myriad because right. I want to like discuss like what happened in the first season and like the ramifications of everyone realizing that there are, you know, monsters or myriads or whatever you want to call them that live alongside everybody else. And it's interesting because all three of your characters have sort of gone into, in a direction where you're like, not really like none of you are using the monstrous playbook. Right. But all three of you weirdly, I think have some element that could be considered like sort of monstrous or myriad related. Yeah. So I don't know. There's just something really interesting about that. I'm very excited to explore whether you are, whether you consider yourselves myriads, like whether that is, whether you feel like you belong in that community or not. Mm. Because again, this whole season is kind of about community. So tell me about your moves. I chose Smite which is uh, your body and divine weapon always count as a weakness against the monsters you fight and your unarmed attacks are to harm intimate hand messy. And then, (laughs) yeah, because I don't know, she's not always going to have her equipment. So I figured she'd be pretty tough no matter what. Yeah. And then I took soothe, which is when you talk to someone for a few seconds in a quiet voice, you can calm them down, blocking any panic, anger or other negative emotions they have. This works even if the thing they fr- that freaked them out is still present, as long as your voice can be heard. 
mm-hmm. which is, you know, part of that divine part of her, you know? Right. And then lay on hands. Mostly, I'll be honest, I chose lay on hands because I'm a D&D nerd. And so I was like, I got to. <laughs> but also it's the really party useful. doesn't have a healer so yeah. <laughs> you were like you were like i need we need a healing spell yeah yeah so which is your your touch can heal injury and disease so love it and and for your gear you <laughs> i just want to touch on this because i think it's wild uh-huh. uh, you chose a flaming sword which is three harm hand fire holy yeah uh what does that look like <laughs> Like, is it a big, is a bit, is it a big, like, fuck off anime sword? Or is it like a, like, what does it look like? I like to imagine it's like a little bit of a, a, a thinner sword, you know? Okay. Like, like, like a, a rapier just, kind of thing? Mm, kind of more like a, like a short sword, really. Okay, yeah. Okay. Like a short sword that catches on fire. Love it. With pink, of course. With of pink course. Flames. Yeah. So silver and then with the pink flames. And I think it would have little charms hanging off of it. Love it. Yeah. And then you also have divine armor, mm-hmm. which you said is a rose gold chainmail shirt that you wear as normal clothing. Yeah. Very, <laughs> even written right here, very anime fantasy vibes and greaves that match. I yeah. love it. You're wearing that just as a shirt. So it looks like, it just looks like clothes, right? It just looks like a, like a cool, like kind of weird, like meshy shirt yeah. kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Cool. Like kind cool. of like you would see in a club. You know, cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I dig it a lot. We just talked about this just prior to recording, but let's talk a little bit about your mission and the the thing we just talked about prior to recording about your mission. Yeah, my mission is one of the other hunters has a crucial role to play in the events to come. And I must prepare them for their role and protect them at any cost. I don't know which one of them it is, is the twist. Yeah. Because we all hang out together all the time. And I'm not, I just can't. Seem to put my finger on, I don't know. Did she know who it was at one point? Did she, was she, was she told by someone, oh, you have to protect this person? And then she forgot? Or is it like a, is it like a, is it like a thing inside of her where she can like feel a pull, but she can't figure out which one of them it's pulling her towards? Well, see, so Nami's original mission was not this. So I think mm-hmm. that it is just like a, a, an innate, pool that she has inside of her yeah that she yeah that she just can't quite figure out the answer to yeah yeah let's talk about then because that's a good segue into where nami is from and like mm. what she why she's here <laughs> on earth yeah so tell me a little bit about that well so nami comes from a divine plain, I guess you could say. So she works for a goddess of fertility, love and growth named uh, Dranya. And she came from sort of this divine garden. And that's where she lived the majority of her life. But she was sort of given our first mission ever, really, to Mm -hmm. go down to earth, which has happened to other people in this garden before, but it was her first one. And um, it was to help stop the... uh, disaster that happened in the previous season she didn't get there in time unfortunately because she got distracted because she was so fascinated by all this human stuff around her think very ariel from the little mermaid vibes like she Mm. was like so intrigued by everything that she lost track of time and missed it (laughs) (laughs) that's so good that's so good i can't i love 
the characterization of her is so good already because she's like we have like this kind of ditzy anime girl who is like extremely strong like like unassuming but is actually like a complete badass like has a fucking flaming sword and chain mail tough plus two which is it is unfortunately i think only the second highest tough at the start of this game but only because william is doing some weird stuff yeah like yeah there's something great about this just like this just like anime ass like (laughs) i don't know i'm very excited to play with nami and you have not like gone home, right? Like you, after you missed that, did did she know, like, did she realize she missed it? Did she like see it on the news and was like, oh no, that was the thing I was supposed to yeah. see? Yeah, I think that's probably how it happened. She okay. she, she definitely saw it, cause it was everywhere, I'm sure, um, yeah. in the world. So yeah, she saw it and realized she messed up and was like, well, I gotta, make it up to my goddess a little bit. I got to figure mm-hmm. something else out to do because I can't just go back a failure. So that's when she ended up in Norfolk. And she's been kind of, she's <laughs> she has been doing two things as far as I'm aware, uh, which is matchmaking. Yes. Right? <laughs> she's like kind of playing Cupid. Yeah. Yeah. Is Cupid, hey, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are the people sent by Dranya just Cupids? Cupids? Yeah. Okay, so is Cupid, is the, like, mythology of Cupid, like, that that archetype, that, you know, thing, is that just Dranya's agents? Yes. Great. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Can't wait. <laughs> I have an idea for something about your character, but uh, very excited to get to it, actually, in the season. Yeah. And the other thing is you've been working at a flower shop, right, called Hot right. House Flowers? Yes, with Heather, the old woman who uh, owns it. So yeah. that's been um, that's been good. Yeah, she, you know, she literally was born inside of a garden out of a plant. <laughs> so I, it makes sense for her to be drawn to flowers. Yeah. So she's sort of been going there and tending to them and selling them and helping a little bit with the gardens too in the town. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's been what she's been up to. <laughs> Nami and Rabbit are sort of tied for the most myriad-like yeah. of the player characters this season. And there, there has been a sort of shift in the culture of being a myriad since Keeley's video from the first season, uh, where she basically said, oh yeah, all monsters and myriads and cryptids are all real and they all just like live among us. There has been, there's been this sort of culture of like a lot of myriads like like came out like a lot of them were like oh hey like yeah i'm bill and i've been your accountant for 12 years and also i am a vampire Mm -hmm. or like i'm a selkie (laughs) i'm this like you know i I can i can imagine henrietta just like kind of strolling by and being like oh yes i am a selkie just so you know Um, absolutely yeah but there have been there've also been a lot of people that that like have not done that so mm-hmm. I guess I'm wondering, where does Nami fall? Is she openly like, oh, yes, I'm the agent of a goddess. I'm basically Cupid. Or has she passed herself off as human? I think she has been passing herself off as human. But it's not because she's like, I don't want to be seen as a myriad or anything. I think she mm-hmm. just genuinely doesn't really identify as a myriad. Yeah. She's like she's she's like I have been given a mission from a goddess. Like I am not like 
Right. Like your everyday monster. You know what I mean? Like, You're like not a creature in that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like her. Uh, she has two forms, right? She has her like more human looking form. And then she mm-hmm. has like her uh, divine form, which is like basically just her as a ball of light. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really identify with like you know, like most of the myriads out here, there that she's seen, like that might change as she meets more myriads, but yeah, I think, I think that makes total sense. And I'm, I'm interested to see whether she, as the season develops, you know, feels more like she belongs in that community or whether she's, she remains kind of like distanced from, from myriads and and cryptids as a whole. Mm -hmm. That's one of the most uh, interesting parts of this season to me. Uh, Let's go over your beliefs. Right. So Nami, as we know, has this tendency to try to uh, link people up, as is her nature, you know. Mm -hmm. So one of her things that she has is that Kelly and Rabbit should hook up (laughs) because they'd be such a power couple. (laughs) She just has that vision. Uh And then for Rabbit, she thinks that Rabbit has been around forever and that people need to lay off them because they say so. So everyone needs to back off. Yeah, respect, respect, respect my, my person rabbit. Yeah, exactly. As far as Norfolk is concerned, she believes that there's like some sort of seed of power inside of it that she needs to help cultivate. Mm -hmm. I was going back to that whole garden thing. And, And as far as the city is concerned, she thinks that something dark is brewing in there. And that's what she needs to help fix and stop. With the help of whichever of the people. Right. <laughs> yeah, one, one of you two. One I know you. it's one of you. I, mm. Hey, I know it's one of you. And that's, <laughs> that's pretty you know, good. <laughs> there's like a lot of people on Earth. Yeah. The fact that you've narrowed it down to two is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So last thing here then. I just want to know, like, how does Nami fit into Norfolk as a whole? Like, she's the, the PC that has been here the least amount of time because both Kelly and rabbit were raised here, if not born here. Right. And and then Nami's only been here for three years, I think. So right, basically right after the events of the first season. Right. Correct. Okay. So, so how does she, you know, how does she fit into the community? Like, like what is it about this community that has caused her to stay? And like, what does she do for fun and what what you know connections does she have here other than rabbit and kelly obviously well i think she besides working for heather right she i mean mm-hmm. she probably takes care of her a little bit as well um just because she is an older character but um hey, yeah. sorry i just an aside real quick do you need to eat or sleep oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you, so all of the money you're earning, you can just spend on like, it's all disposable income. Oh, she well, uses it on rent. rent. Okay. Yeah. Rent. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't need to eat or sleep, but rent still got you. <laughs> yeah. Rent and probably just knowing Nami, she probably uses it to like buy gifts for people to give mm. to other people, you know? Yeah. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I just no. had the thought, the thought of like, wait, all of this money you're earning, <laughs> yeah, because you're working a job, like you're making money. That's why I think she got the job in the first place, is she realized she needed to like find a place to live. And right. so she was like, oh, I have to start getting money. Right. <laughs> Which she probably didn't understand when she first came to out no. to Earth. But <laughs> yeah, there's probably not money in the divine garden, right? No, <laughs> I have no there's to imagine. not. <laughs> 
But yeah, so she definitely spends a lot of time with Heather, you know, making sure everything's good at the shop. And then I think in her free time, like I said, I think she just goes about town and just (laughs) seeks out people that she can Mm -hmm. like help with their couple problems or help with like finding someone for them. Yeah. And people probably find her a little odd. I have no doubt because Mm. she's just this random girl that showed up and is... (laughs) <laughs> giving them relationship <laughs> advice, you know, but it like she has a success rate. So, okay. I was going to ask. Yeah. She's good does at her she, job. Does she, does she have a reputation for being like someone to talk to if you're having relationship problems? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So people yeah. are, people are like starting to know her as like, oh yeah. If you're like, you know, if, you, if shit's bad, you should go talk to Nami and like, she might be able to help you figure things out. 100%, which works because she works at a flower shop anyway. You know, flowers fix everything. Totally. There's probably people that are, I mean, there's definitely people coming there for their wedding flowers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's probably, there's probably like, you know, a a bride or a groom or whatever that comes in. It's like, oh man, I'm just not sure. Like, I just don't, I need to talk to somebody about this. So you're like half florist and half therapist. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Love it. But she's not like, the thing about her, right, is she's not like the smartest. It's just like this innate like understanding of how right. like people work, you know? Right. You're like, you like know how, you know how people should fit together. Like you can almost see the things getting in the way of people fitting together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, anything else you want to talk about with relation to NAMI? Is there, is there anything else that we didn't like talk about that is is relevant any details i missed well i guess i didn't really describe exactly what she looked like so oh yeah her human form yeah let's do that her human form right is very like a petite (laughs) a petite unassuming girl Mm -hmm. very pale skin Mm -hmm. with these like lavender eyes and pink hair love it so she definitely doesn't look like a normal person would Mm -hmm. normally look like but that is what she is. And then she, of course, wears her chainmail most often. So <laughs> she's definitely that meme of like a frame in an anime where it's like spot the main character. Yeah. And they have like spiky hair. And it's like blue. And like <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Cool. Uh, well, Sam, thank you so much. Looking forward to playing with Nami in the season. Yeah. Yeah.